set. We're good. All right. All right. All right. We're all here. Everyone's feeling okay? Ish. Uh, Howdy. Howdy. Phil's dying. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost dying. But I, couldn't, yeah. I could yeah. not, not be here for this one. So. No. Okay. So welcome to the Nerd Trek podcast. This is a special one we're going to do because we're insane. We're adding one to our schedule. We are going to be doing Picard. Uh, so this is episode one of the Picard original air date, January 23rd, 2020. Uh, that sounds weird after doing all the original series. Stuff. 1960s. Yeah. 1960s. Yeah. Seven, 2020. Uh, this is 2020. Um, this so, one is called Remembrance. Remembrance. Yes. Um, so I'm Jeff. Thank you for joining us. I'm here with Phil. Hey, everybody. He's feeling better, hopefully-ish. Oh. But he's, He's I'll make it somehow to, to do this one because this is important, damn it. Yep. And then also David is here. Hey guys. Cool. Just FYI, Phil may feel worse, but Jeff looks worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be on my tomb. Allergies <laughs> over real sickness. That's just how it goes. <laughs> uh, I hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Mm-hmm. Um okay, so let me start by saying this. We are gonna be reviewing um Basically, what we do with our standard format, we're going to be doing the Picard ones. I think just for the first season, let's gauge this how it goes forward. Um, but so I'm just going to say it. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. We are reviewing reviewing the episode. If you have not seen these episodes, do not listen to this yet. So spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Yeah, this, is off, our, this is our regular format, now. everybody. So if you haven't listened to us before, this is probably not a good place to start because we will go through the entire plot of this episode. Yep, yeah, it will spoil and, everything. <laughs> yes, and they they will be labeled on podcasts. They will be labeled that this is a recap and a spoiler. So, but we're I think we're going to be dropping these about six days after they air. So, yeah, I if you haven't watched it in the first week, eh, sorry. Yeah, you shouldn't you, be listening to podcasts about it if you haven't watched it. Let's just put it that. Way. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but, yes. Well, you can, but you know that's how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely watch it. Don't listen to the description and say you you watched it by listening to us. Actually, watch the episode. That's way better. There are episodes of TOS and stuff that were like, listen to us, don't go see it. This is when you want to go see it. Go watch yeah, it watch first. It. We've never let you stray before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, Picard. Um, I think I've seen it three times going into this. Phil, how many times have you seen it? Uh, twice and a bit. And, and a bit. Dave, <laughs> Dave, how many times Two have you seen me. it? Twice? Two for me. Two for me, but... I'd call it one and a half because yeah. one of them was in a crowded bar where I couldn't really hear it. I was just going to ask you if you were including the bar viewing in your. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so call I, it a two half. And a half. I had to read subtitles and I was grabbing beer every so often and such. So I didn't see and hear everything during that, but I got most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I saw it at the premiere and then I watched it at midnight and then I saw it at, or, and then I read it at the bar. Um, read it at the bar. Yeah, I kind of read it. But yeah, it was, but so, uh, which was fun. But, by the way um uh okay so let's i i think i've already kind of done my spiel since we did the jeff goes to hollywood one um i'm gonna start with phil because i know phil's more of the tng fan um phil what was your excitement going into this any expectations and then kind of your prelim thoughts on this episode go okay so the hype level has been unreal (laughs) i like cranked it up to 12 i swear and as soon as this episode started and we get like these shots of just like random galaxies and stuff. And then the Enterprise D just comes swooping down into the frame. I about lost my shit right there. <laughs> I am not going to lie. I was like, the Enterprise D, what the hell's going on? What's happening? What? And I immediately started hyperventilating, freaking out. And then they zoom in to 10 forward through one of the porthole windows into 10 forward. And you can just kind of see the edge of Picard's face. And I was like, <gasps> what what tng what uh, what are they doing on the d what's happening so i immediately freaked out and that was pretty much my tone for this entire episode so nice. yeah for me overall the episode 100 percent lived up to the hype it's if if you have to reboot a series or are going to try and spin off something this is the way to do it it laid a lot of groundwork for the characters we got a little taste of kind of what's going to come um a lot of unanswered questions because this picks up right where nemesis and the end of tng finished um yeah it's crazy but the hype was real i loved it absolutely dave what was yours so i was i'm 
mostly tuning into Picard because I want to see like a massive crossover event. I want to see people from all the different Star Trek shows that I've seen, which is mostly Deep Space Nine and so on now that we're going through TOS, but TNG and, and Voyager and such. So I do have to say this episode didn't deliver that quite as much as I would have liked. It's pretty much just Picard and Data, the only people that they brought out from the old shows. I know there's more to come because I've seen it's the only one episode forward. <laughs> Let the man hey. speak. It's okay. Uh, okay, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wrong. Before you jump down my throat, let me open my mouth. Um, <laughs> so, um, but uh, don't get me wrong. I did really like this one. I like the setup of some of the new characters that they had. I like um, Dodge and her sister. Dodge, I think is her name. Yeah. Uh, Dodge, and her sister, yeah. the yeah. whole thing there. Um, I did find it a little bit funny that uh, an android managed to get a little fat, but because Data has gained a little weight, obviously, <laughs> years your head gets wider and such. Suspension of uh, disbelief. Oh, no, no. But I was going to say, I, I give respect for the fact that they didn't try to, like, CG him back to his former whatever. They're letting people deal with it. So it was kind of a cross thing there. At first, I was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> it's just... Mm-hmm. just yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I, I it's kind of like, like how Data plot. changed a little bit between TNG and then the movies with the different makeup and different lighting and stuff. So I'm just like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Well, I think there, I think there was an episode. I think it's where they find Data's mom, and they're like, oh, she has kind of like an aging chip. Like there is, they do mm-hmm. partially explain it in a TNG episode that they, they do kind of, or she, which is I don't remember. But anyways, yeah. I, so mm-hmm. cool. But anyway, yes, I like I like <laughs> the episode. It did manage to do what it should do for a first episode, which is make me excited for the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, I. I definitely, especially with the preview, I saw a lot of people coming back that I'm interested in seeing. This did lay the groundwork. It did a good job of explaining why he's kind of coming out of retirement in a way or pretty much completely what happened to him, all that stuff. It kind of wraps all that up and gets the character development moving for another series. So I'm excited. I liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm all the same. I was, when I saw this at the theater, it was just, it was amazing to watch on, on the big screen. And, um, so yeah, super excited. And I think if you're excited by this one, you're going to be excited for, cause I've seen the first three. So you're going to excited for the, the, the next two and the plot and where it picks up. And, and I, I mean, cause after the third one, I have no idea. I'll, I'll be in the same boat. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited be a for that too. I'll be a normie. Um, but cool. Okay. Let's dive into this one. Um, so yes, the prologue for this one starts. Um, it's yeah. Out in space. Uh, the song, a blue skies is playing. Another um, blue skies. Uh, which is, zooms. which is an awesome throwback to TNG. Cause that's what data sings at, uh, the wedding at Riker in, uh, yeah, Riker Troy's, Troy's wedding. wedding. Yep. Yeah. He sings blue skies. Yeah, and oh. then that's actually the song. So, because in in Nemesis, Data downloads his information to B four and hoping to kind of give him some memories, and and so then Data dies in Nemesis. At the very end of Nemesis, Picard's talking to B four, and B four kind of starts to hum and sing this song. So you're kind of like, oh, there might be some remnants of him there. So it does tie back to mm, to that. Okay. It, there's a lot of nice little Easter eggs in here for us. Yeah. Um, so it zooms in. Yeah, you see the Enterprise D, and it zooms into ten forward, and we see. Picard, as he is now talking to Data, um, Data's in his like movie uniform. Yes. Um, so not TNG, but like his not, more not yeah, TNG. The next one, yeah. Yeah. So they're playing poker. There's some good banter back and forth. Data is very Data, um, <laughs> which you know he's like, and they're playing poker. Um, and I, I, and I'll, I'll just say this now. I'm not going to do this, this, the, this episode justice. You just have to go back and watch it and, and experience the camaraderie and just the, the pacing and the, the dialogue with this because I'm not going to do any of, of oh, yeah. that, that justice. Don't even, don't even try. We don't need to make this episode three hours long. Yeah, no, I know. But there's, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But there's, there's some good banter back and forth, and I like, you know, that. Yeah, and so I did obviously, like it. he's like, oh, your tell is that you don't have a tell. I was like, that would totally be a robot's tell, is that they don't have a tell. So <laughs> they, doesn't they, tell. They did that yep. really well. Yeah. 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 So they, um, and I think it's in the, 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 the trailer where Picard makes his comment where he's like, I don't want the game t- to, to end. end. Yeah. Now, um, they're playing poker. Data puts down five queens, queen of hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. if there's one thing I've learned from, from my small experience in television film is that nothing is ever an accident. Everything is on purpose. So he could have easily put five Kings or five Jacks, or whatever. But there's five queens. 
for whatever reason. I think I have a theory what that is. Um, I don't want to say it yet. We'll get through the episode, but there's a purpose. So obviously, you know, you can't have a five of suit. So, um, then it yeah, comes so back- I thought it was just to tell you that it was like a dream because you can't have that in an actual poker game. So, but I think the queen references something. I tell think. us, what do you think it references? Well, okay. Uh, That's exactly okay? what this podcast okay. is for. Come on. Okay. Well, like, so, okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, okay. So by the end of the episode where we know that the Borg are involved, we know that seven of nine and Hugh come back and that the Borg are involved. Mm-hmm. I think that the five Queens could be a reference to five Borg Queens mm-hmm. or maybe the androids because so uh, spoiler, we learned that Dodge is, is an Android. She's a synthetic Mm-hmm. Um, I think that she and her sister are two of them. There could be more. Maybe Lol was one of them. I was thinking Lol, Juliana, his mother, mother, who is an Android. And, um, oh, there was a fifth one I'd thought of too. That could, that would be the five queens, the five female androids. So I think it's tied into that maybe somewhere. Cause I, it just, it, 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 they, it, it had a feeling to it. I think it just had a feeling. I don't know. So they do that. Um, Picard notices, oh, I didn't know we were on course to Mars. Mars explodes, and then he he wakes up. So this entire thing was a dream. Um, okay, I'm just going to say that scene, when they pan back across and Mars starts fucking exploding. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Apparently Phil shit his pants several times watching this Multiple thing. times. <laughs> many diapers were consumed during the watching of this episode. He's, he's out of pants. He just shit uh, all over the place. Yeah. Well, we're, Pence. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he wakes up at Chateau Picard. So he's there. So then we cut to the greater Boston area. Dodge is with her Zahian boyfriend, uh, which I've, I've never heard of the Zahians before. But it was cool to see a city. You don't see a lot of Star Trek. Like you, you either see Starfleet headquarters or you see a ship, but you don't kind of see like the day to day people. And mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Like, what's technology like just for the everyday person? Mm-hmm. Um, so we see that they're having a romantic evening. She says she got into the Daystrom Institute. Um, he gets up to go to the replicator. And then all of a sudden these like three or four guys or th- three guys beam in. Um, they kill the boyfriend knife to the chest. So death number one Break. for, for Picard. <laughs> uh, so are we doing a sep- we're not We're not doing a kill tracker for Picard. No, I'm not doing it. No, the, we'll, the, we'll the include okay, standard, so, standard TOS has the red shirts. That's basically more what we're tracking. Yeah. However, I do want to point. It, it is interesting that the Zahians, like you said, you've never heard of them. Apparently, they're in a, a TOS episode, which is called Runaway. So we'll probably we'll end up covering it the other in our regular, normal, standard, original podcast. Oh, TOS good callback. Podcast. I'll have to check that out. All right. Um, yeah, no. So, I, oh, and just also as a side note, as we as we get through all of the series, we will do Picard again in like seven years' time, and we'll forget about all this, and we'll we'll circle back. So this will, will be part of our normal podcast. Eventually, we're just doing it for Picard now because it's awesome. So there, suck we it. couldn't we couldn't we couldn't hold our wads. Yeah, we could not do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So he dies. They attack Dodge. One of them says something in a different language and they say, oh, speak in English. And they're like, oh, tell us where are, are the others? They, and they mm-hmm. say she hasn't been, been activated, activated yet. Yeah. Um, so then they put a bag over her head, try to take her. And then as soon as they try to knock her out, she does get activated and like takes them all out. She kills them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she gets banged up. Um, and then she gets like a flash like in her memory and she sees a, a Picard's face. So she's tied to Picard somehow. Um, so yeah, so a lot going on. Okay. And, and you guys please jump in, even if I yell at you. No, a lot good. going on. Yes. Yeah. There's yes. a lot happening. It was an awesome fight scene. Yeah. The way, it she, was. The way, the way she just turns on and all of a sudden she's just kicking ass left and right. I was like, oh, yeah, God. let's go. And, and then of course, yeah. and then of course she had, yeah. Yeah. That's, that yeah, is yeah, something yeah. that I've seen happen in a few sci-fi things where suddenly like, it's kind of that matrix. I know Kung Fu thing. Like, wah, 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 wah. Like a sleeper but they did a really thing. Yeah, they did a really good job of it in this. And whoever does the choreography and the stunts, they did great jobs because there was a couple moments where you're like, <gasps> like in a moment yeah. or they do something. Oh, and I will say when they do something you don't expect, especially after watching so much TOS where it's like swing a haymaker and you can tell they missed by a pile. <laughs> and karate chop. They knocked yeah. down. This yeah. is more skillful. 
Um, I will I will say the effect that was used for the boyfriend's eyes when they blink, it's like a shutter going. I was like, oh, that's really sick. That's cool. Yeah. The MIB gills. Like, no, then he blinked a separate pair of eyelids beneath his actual eyelid. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we cut back to Chateau Picard. He's with his dog number one, um, oh, which is fun. So I I have a a coworker who watches as as well, and she she texted me and she goes she goes, damn, all we see is is, is number one's balls is all over the screen, <laughs> his giant balls. <laughs> so I was like, okay, and then that, that that's all I notice now. <laughs> um, so they're out uh, roaming around. So he, um, he has two people living with him, Zaban and Laris. Who I think there are a couple or is so they're Romulan. They live with him. Obviously, this because he took them in after the whole Romulan uh, supernova. Fine, go boom. Yeah. Uh, he talks about he's had some bad dreams. He doesn't like it. Um, he gets uh, Earl Grey. He goes T Earl Grey. Decaf. Just to get decaf now. Because he's old and messes with his tum tum. It does. Um, so they're watching some news. So basically this is happening on like a remembrance day. Basically it's the anniversary of the supernova. Um, Picard has agreed to in an interview, uh, with the Federation news and he hasn't agreed to one yet. So he's like, and I, there's some great lines in there where Zabon says, uh, be the captain. They remember. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's yeah, it, like, you know, there's those, there's those lines in shows where they're talking to the fans, but we're yeah. also talking to the people there in the show. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's, that's for everybody. That's for us. I was going to say, they might as well have been looking at the camera. Like, yeah. yeah, he knows it's for us. Um, okay. So he's giving the interview, um, talk about the supernova and about how they were initially going to do it. And then Starfleet backed out because, and there's this, and this is Jean Luc to his core, is like the interview says, oh, but these were Romulan lives, and uh, Picard says, no, they were lives. Like just because they're Romulan, we don't have, we shouldn't just not help them, mm-hmm. which is what mm-hmm. you know Star Trek is. Um, so he left the Enterprise E to go help with this armada. Um, uh, that's what they're going to do, and then all of a sudden, this then this talks into so um, a tie into this one was the short trek. Children of Mars, uh, go watch that. If you guys have not watched that, go check that out. That's a bit more of the Martian uh, fight. Mm. Um, so basically the synthetics, so all the androids went rogue, destroyed the Utopia Planitia shipyards um, on Mars, and they killed, according to, me- to Memory Alpha, <laughs> 92,143 people. So a lot Dang. of stuff. That's crazy. So our kill tracker is up to 92,143 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, and they say that there's parts of Mars still burning because it's just burning up the atmosphere. Yeah. So, and part of this of why Starfleet decided not to do the art, the rescue model, that's why Picard uh, resigned. He resigned in a protest. Yeah. Um, they mentioned data. He's like, Oh, data was a s- synthetic. Did you ever lose faith in him? And he says, never. And he says, uh, but I lost faith in Starfleet because it was no longer Starfleet. Um, yeah. They weren't holding up to their their duties, essentially. And then, so he storms off. He's like, you know, you guys are full of shit. But uh, Dodge sees him on the screen um, and recognizes him. And this is where we kind of see, like, okay, she's on her way mm-hmm. to go see him. Which I do have to say, I kind of like the bold statement that they made being like, oh, well, the synthetics kind of turned. Because you know how Star Trek is supposed to be utopian. That's very much like a dystopian future type thing. I mean, uh, not Transformers, um, Terminator, (laughs) uh, even iRobot a bit, but with the whole, yeah, HAL 3000, just anything... Anything well, with a computer that turns. I mean, even Incredibles, that little robot, he's like, it got smart enough to figure out why it didn't have to take orders. So, Well, and there's even more it's... emphasis on it here because Picard was the one who fought for Data's rights as a person and uh, as a, yeah. I don't want to say human, but as a living thing. Like a sentient. Yeah, yeah. his sentience. Yeah, yeah, he was the primary person behind Data. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, Picard is definitely the person to like keep this fight going and be that spokesperson um okay so back to chateau picard he's chilling with a bottle of uh wine with number one 
the 64 no the 64 i still haven't opened that yet i have to drink that oh. mm-hmm. uh so this is where we see dodge she arrives at the chateau there's a good kind of like do you recognize me no i don't but she's like but i know who you are and he's like but you seem kind of familiar so we're not sure mm-hmm. um so they sit down they have you know a chat he 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 keeps pushing that tea, man. He's like a like a drug dealer with tea. <laughs> Got mm-hmm. it for you. Uh, Especially decaf. It's just dirty water. <laughs> <laughs> it's flavorful, damn it. Uh, but then he comments on her necklace, which is like this double. It's two circles, uh, like tied together. Yeah, interlocking it's circles. It's a yeah. Venn diagram. It's yeah, almost, there you yeah. Go. Yeah. It's almost like an um uh the infinity symbol, but they're like yeah, it's like a, a Venn diagram. Uh-huh. Uh, comments on that she says oh my uh, father gave it to me uh, this is it uh, and they leave it on, on the table so cut back to he's having another dream he wakes up um, he's in his TNG uniform which I loved mm-hmm. to see him in that um, <laughs> he goes outside during this dream to um, see Data painting and he's in his TNG uniform uh, he's doing a painting. This is where, like, from the trailer, he says, like, oh, can you finish it? And Picard says, no, I can't. He goes, but I think you can. Uh, and he wakes up and he realizes that he, it's a painting that's behind him on his wall, but the woman's face is turned. He can't see her face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Laris walks in and says, the girl's gone, but she left her necklace. So she's off somewhere else. She She ran away. Okay, Picard goes to San Francisco to the Starfleet Archive Museum. Uh, which was friggin' amazing. It was, uh, yeah. which is the Anaheim Convention yeah, Center. The Convention yep. Center, yeah. Yeah, yep. which, which I'm going to go, because uh, WonderCon's coming up. I, I guarantee you there's going to be a bunch of like Star Trek people there doing photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guarantee you. I'm, I'm sure Jeff and I will grab a shot with it in the background or something and be like, visiting the Starfleet Archives. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Um, so he goes there, um, he goes in and this is where you get full nostalgia. He's got, he walks into his archives and there's like a model of the stargazer. It's the captain Picard day banner. He's got like a bat lift and the knife from some of the Klingon episodes. And he's got like, like just the stuff that I could see. I was like smiling like a schoolboy head. Yeah. That, that was all the feels just started hitting. Oh yeah, yeah, especially with like the Batleth and the Dick Tug hang sitting there on the wall. That was straight from Redemption when uh, he was trying to get Worf's family honor back and installing Galron and everything. Yeah. And I was just like, oh man, these are some great artifacts they've held on to or recreated or whatever. But they yeah. like dusted off the the uh, the Paramount archives. Yeah. So that was great. So he goes in, he pulls up his Quantum archive, and it's a painting. We get a look at the painting, um, or he asks this uh, the computer AI, like, how has, has anyone been here? No one's bothered this. Like, no one knows about this. And she goes, no. Um, she says, okay, Data painted it about 30 years ago. So this is mm. before, this would have been, like, when, like, TNG era, he, he, he that he painted this, right? My, my, my timeline's a little off. Um, yeah, so it was 2369 is what the computer told him. Okay. Um, when it was built. So yeah, the, it would have been right in the middle of uh, TNG period. Okay. Because that would have been like season five-ish of TNG. Yeah. Um, 2369 would have also been when the episode, w- when they find Scotty in the transporter buffer. Oh, re- that was relics? the same. That was the same. Yeah. That was the same, uh, the same year. Same year. In TNG. So it's like season six, I think five or six. Five or six. Yeah, okay. I, I think it's five, mid five. Yeah. Okay. So we get a look at, at at the painting. It looks like Dodge, and the computer says that it did have a title, and its title was Daughter. Mm-hmm. So one thing I'll give this credit for because it's it's only ten episodes. Like they're moving the plot. Like there's no hemming and hawing. Like oh, is it or isn't it? Like mystery. Like they're moving the plot along, and I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so he comes out. Or no, wait. Okay, so we see that Dodge is on the run in Paris. It's raining. She's in, in an alley. She uh, calls her mom on a holographic communicator, um, tells her about the attack, doesn't really say much. And she's like, oh, you have to get somewhere safe. And she says, but I left there because I felt bad. And, and she says, go back to Picard. And she goes, but I didn't tell you his name. And she goes, oh, yeah, you did. I'm sure you did. Yeah. Not covering mm-hmm. it very well. Super fishy. Yeah. So 
she says, okay, close your eyes, Dodge, um, focus. And then she like does the super data hands, like, you know, uh, security clearance. And she tracks uh, up a card basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave's into this. I know it. I know. Well, that's, well, that's that, that whole sequence right there is sure. definitely where it starts to really click that she's probably an Android. Just how yeah. fast she works the control panel and everything, just to just to tap through it all, it's like just like Data did. Right, and that's and So it's like, oh, here we go. No, and, and I knew this, this stuff is starting to click in. I knew this was going to be one where I'm less engaged because you guys have a million Easter eggs and callbacks <laughs> and stuff. Half the stuff you guys have mentioned, I'm like, interesting words. Those are interesting words you've mentioned. <laughs> I don't know what any of that is. Um, what the fuck is a Snorlax? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, no, I get there's it. There's no N in Sarlacc, you heathen. Sorry. <laughs> Isn't that a Pokemon? Isn't that a Sarlacc? Snorlax. Snorlax. Snorlax is a Pokemon. The Sarlacc pit is what they try to throw Luke into in Return of the Jedi, you bitch. <laughs> That's what so we'll what... call our Star Wars spinoff. We'll call it the Sarlacc pit. What the fuck is a Luke? The... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I just had to. I had to. Oh, now uh, solo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I believe the words are Uta Guta solo. Thank yeah, you. Whatever. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. Uh, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Picard comes out of the archives. He sees Dodge and he's excited or he's kind of stunned to see her. She's like, oh, I think I have schizophrenia. I think, you know, I'm kind of freaking out. And, and he says, no, you're not. Um, and this is when, again, they're moving the plot along pretty nicely. Um, he's like, there was a good friend of mine named Data. He died over two decades ago. He gave his life for me. He was nothing but courage and honor. Um, and saying, I think that you're part of that. She, but, you know, he says, like, I think that you're, you're, you're an android. And she kind of freaks out, like, then I'm nothing. I'm not real. I'm not, I don't exist. And he's like, no, you were made deliberately and with care and love and that's your memory you have you know no one can take your memories from you so i think he dealt with it in a very because i mean i'm sure most people would freak out if they're like i'm not real like what am i this is all fake she had a great line there when she's like i'm from seattle yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah damn it that was pretty good um no and they they definitely do like they cover a lot of plot in this one episode being 40 something minutes and I, I, I have always say out of all the captains, I definitely feel like Picard has been the most calming, less likely to light a bad situ- or a, a potentially igniting a situation. He's not the one who will throw the match in the powder keg. Like Kirk is like, uh-huh. let's light this candle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to burn this bitch down right now. I don't yeah. care. He's like, I'm going to fucking gorn. Janeway's a little <laughs> more standoffish, but tries to be diplomatic and so on. Cisco might be up there in the diplomatic scale, but, um, but yeah, he definitely it shows here in the scene where he calms her down like He's a calm one. Yeah, and he says, "Oh, I think you know you're special because you. The only way to find me is if you had a security clearance, which you don't, um, yeah. and all this stuff." And so he, then he says, "Let's go to the Daystrom Institute in Okinawa. We'll we'll try and figure the others out." Um, and he, he does not think that she's like a killing machine, like the, the synthetics that were on, on Mars. Um, so she kind of twitches and she goes, oh, and she says, oh, I I can hear things like a block away. And she kind of twitches and she goes, okay, they're after us now. So they, they run off. Yeah. That was the line where I knew she was an Android was when she's like, I can hear things from a long ways. I'm like, yeah, you're a machine. (laughs) You're or Superman. Uh, We don't know yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they, run off and then they go to the roof of the uh, Anaheim Convention Center where we've taken some photos before for our group yep. cosplays, which they is amazing. They literally fought on the steps and I'm like, we stood right there. It's like Captain Cold and Heat Wave. <laughs> we took pictures we or whatever. There. They're flash yeah. and reverse flash. Yeah, we totally did that. That's cool. Yeah. And it was a great fight scene. Um, there was mm-hmm. one scene where she like she h- hits a guy, and then he his back hits the rail and flips over. And even I was like, Ooh, oh, yeah. oh, oh wow, yeah, that hurt. You, you sit there and you're like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> yeah. So some great fight scene. She does like this huge like fifty foot jump. So you know you definitely like okay, she's a, a synthetic. You see something's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the, it's the the same guy. She actually pulls the helmet off of one and we see that he has 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 ears so he is romulan Romulan. Mm -hmm. um so she is about to kind of subdue this one guy 
Um, but he crunches like a suicide pill, but it's like acid or something. And he spits it on um, yeah. a, a phaser that she's holding in on her. Uh, the phaser overloads and explodes and kills her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when I first saw that, I was like, oh my God, like they just killed the main character Dodge. And I was like, shit, uh-huh. man. Cause I, I liked her. Oh, I did too. Well, I was, I was like, character. really, you're going to introduce that whole thing and like get us to like her. And then emphasize <laughs> like, Ooh. This thing, yeah. thing, the same thing they did in Discovery, the very first episode. You get Captain uh, Giorgio, uh, and they killed her off in the first episode. Well, I mean, she comes back, but I was like, oh, she's going to be a great captain, blah, blah, yeah. blah, and then she dies. And you're like, Phil's just over here spoiling Discovery for me. You pain Some of us haven't seen it. Don't worry, that. you've got six years to forget. <laughs> you're good. We got time, baby. Time. Yeah. We're going to get there, and I'm going to be like, episode one, Phil already ruined this for me. <laughs> He's going to, like, carve it into his wall. Um, okay, so Picard kind of has some flashes of what happened and everything, and then he's suddenly back at his 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 uh, chateau with Laris and Zabon, tells him Dodge is dead, they're shocked, and they say, oh, nope. No one was there. They just say, you fell. We found you on the roof. There's no evidence of anything. Like, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, maybe she had a cloaking device. And So, so this was kind of weird to me. Because they're like, maybe she had a cloaking device. Um, so the cameras couldn't see her. But in my head, I was like, they just scrubbed the cameras. They just deleted the film. Yeah. Like, you yeah. have to. Have, I mean, yeah. Manipulated so, it somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think she had a cloaking device. I was just like, maybe they just deleted the evidence. That was my kind of easiest um, explanation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So then they do that, and then he, of course, you know, this kind of kicks him into gear. He says, "I've just been nursing my offended dignity, writing books that no one cares about." And I, he says, "I, I haven't been living. I've been waiting to die," um, which is a mm-hmm. a great line. Um, okay, so he goes to the Daystrom Institute. He meets Dr. Agnes Gerardi, Um And he says, basically, is it possible to make a sentient android out of flesh and blood? And she just laughs at him, and, she, and she's like, oh, you're serious. Yeah, I, and that poses a question. Like, Dodge, if you had, say, cut into her, ripped her open, what would you find on the inside? I thought she would be, like, data underneath. And they're indicating more that she would have been flesh and blood, like you could operate on her and you would not know any different. Well, and that's how her that's how Data's mother Juliana is in the episode. She has a circulatory system. It to for all intents she emits biosigns and all this stuff. Um and it was only through like that hundred and fifty foot fall or whatever that her and Data took that they realized that she was Android because she survived that fall. Oh, I have to mm-hmm. go back and watch that episode now. Yeah. It's a great episode, and it le- it le- they take a lot of that <laughs> to extrapolate extrapolate for Dodge, I think, and her sister. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, have, I'll, have, I'll be interested to see it when we get there. Yeah, because they both yeah. age and go through that whole process, and yeah. So right. They bleed, et cetera, et cetera. They bleed. Um, okay, it so they walk. bleed my own blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so they start talking. They walk into the Division of Advanced Synthetic Research, and there's no one there. Because basically, since since these synthetics attacked Mars, there's been a ban on synthetics. They don't even, like, touch them. Mm-hmm. Um, she pulls open a drawer, and it's B4. Uh, he's disassembled. And so this is why I know when we did the Jeff Goes to Hollywood preview, Phil, you asked me, is, is that data or is it B4? And I didn't yeah. answer you. Yeah. So, and, and can you see why now? Oh yeah, because I I was I didn't want to say that it's a dream and the whole thing. I was like, you just have to watch it. Ever heard of Elf on the Shelf? Now we have before in a drawer. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> do that for, for my kids next year. Exactly. Meme. That meme will be up soon if it's not already. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, sure it is. Yeah. Make it, make it. Um, so they open up the drawer. B four is in there, um, and she basically says he's an inferior copy. Uh, Data tried to download his memory, but he couldn't handle it, and. So it didn't work. So which is funny because, you know, everyone's like, oh, before we'll just be the new data because he dumped his memories. I'm like, And they're like, no, he it, it didn't work. So yeah. totally lost. Which I think is a good move where the character is loved as data. You don't just want to cheapen his death by being like, nope, it didn't matter. But they still have kind of a way to have him live on if they want to include something. Well, and I think that's like, part of why Brent Spiner 
he said, I, I think I, I, if I'm misquoting, he said, I'll only come back basically if you don't discount data's death. Like he, he has to die, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So and that's part. Well, so he has to come back as, as a dream. Well, and that's what I mean. As someone who's done a little bit of writing myself, that's a great writing way to do it because you can use a little bit, say they need some tidbit of information. They just fire up before yeah. have them spit out whatever it is and be like, yes, there's still remnants and fragments of them in there, but you don't get rid of the f- sacrifice that was made. Right. And th- yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. So they start talking about synthetics and, and, and all that, how it would work and that it's, you know, it's, years decades hundreds of years away and a great callback she says oh uh bruce maddox was working on this before he left so bruce maddox call back to measure of a man when data is on trial because bruce maddox wants to basically dismantle data to make more which is a great episode so go go check out that episode so great callback about bruce maddox in, in general um so he it was like a dream of his but he's disappeared no one's seen it um, so she, he shows, her, um, the doctor, the necklace and he's, and she says, oh, this was, it's the symbol for, uh, fractal neuronic cloning, which was a radical idea of Maddox's that would have allowed, basically you take some, a small proton or a neuron from a, an existing Android and you can clone it off that and it would have all of their memories and all the other stuff. It's basically DNA cloning. You take a DNA and it has the blueprint yeah. to the yeah. whole thing inside of it. I was like, but which I don't have to, don't get me wrong. My bullshit filter inside my head did kind of go like, no, no, but eh. it's oh, suspension of disbelief. I know. Yeah. Like, but te- Star Trek has always, mm-hmm. Star Trek has always tried to hold closer to stuff that could actually happen. And so this was a little bit of a stretch for them, but I was like, yeah, eh. but yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of out there. Um, so yeah, so essentially Dodge, and, and, and so they, they think that Maddox um, modeled Dodge off the painting, and that's where he got the image from. And then they drop a bomb. Then they drop, Jen, they drop the bomb, and she goes, oh, I guess they can be made that way. And he's like, they? They? And she's like, oh yeah, they always come in pairs. She's like, twins? So there's twins? So there's another one. Which also, which also makes no logical sense, but okay. Why would they yeah. have to be made in twins? They I just don't all- know. I don't know. They didn't really explain. It's 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 the uh, plot. They needed something to keep moving the plot, and it was it was smart just, enough. Just accept like it. I said, they made us like this character, <laughs> so it's a way of bringing her back. I was like, all right. Yeah. Um, so we go okay, from so one then, bomb drop to another. Yeah. Okay. So then we go out to it cuts to space. We see a great Romulan ship. It's a it's kind of it's kind of an updated version of the classic flat one yeah. from like TOS, which is what look, which looked great. Um, it docks at this quote-unquote Romulan reclamation site, which we don't Mm -hmm. quite know what it is yet. Um, What are they reclaiming? I don't know. (laughs) Um, Then we see this character. His name is Narek. He's walking down this catwalk, and he goes, oh, Dr. Asha. And it's the sister. It's the the twin. Her name Mm -hmm. is Soji. Soji. And so you kind of feel something's up. It's his first day there, and he's like, oh, um, or he says, oh, you have a nice necklace. And she says, oh, my dad gave it to me. It's for me and my sister. And he goes, oh, we, we lost my brother. Like kind of a sad story. Like you can tell he's kind of like milking it a bit. Mm-hmm. So something's up with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and we get then, the huge pullout shot. Yep. They pull back out, like all far back out. And then this whole reclamation site is a Borg cube. Fucking A. Which is, yes. and then that's, that's how the episode ends. <laughs> Uh, Which is great because uh, I was really—I mean, I'm sure everybody was, but I was really hoping the Borg were going to be in this one because obviously oh, yeah. Picard and the Borg have probably had the tightest interwining, inter- interconnecting story. Because yeah. um, I always thought of Voyager as the one that was most Borg connected as far as the shows go, but especially when you include the movies, the TNG movies, Picard is obviously the most because he was taken over by the Borg for a while, right? Like, doesn't he get yep. infected yeah. in one of the movies? Yeah, they yeah, he, they he gets they make him. Yeah, they he gets assimilated and they make him kind of the spokesperson for the Borg. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and and funny enough, that's another great callback because in unification or unification in uh, the best of both worlds, there's a great pullback shot where Picard's like standing inside the cube, and it pulls all the way back as well into space. So this is very reminiscent of that shot, except this one's even mm-hmm. just amazing. I was yeah. blown away by how just 
and they kept like, going and going <laughs> and going. And you kind of realize you're like, wow, this really looks like Borg design, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, it pulls all the way out to a full cube. It's a cube. It was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <sighs> I don't think I've heard Phil talk this much during our uh, TOS episodes. <laughs> Dude, I am like, yeah. <laughs> Coming back from the dead for this. Come on. Like, wouldn't yeah. have this. this. Uh, yeah. So that's how the episode ends. So we've got, okay, there's um, a blood and flesh s- synthetic. People are trying to kill her. There's a twin. Um, there, are, She's on a Borg ship. So there's a lot to unpack in this. So um, what are your guys' thoughts? I'll go with Phil on this episode. Where you want to go from here? Any theories? Anything, oh. Phil? Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to what's coming, and I'm trying not to get too far ahead. They, there was a short trailer or a teaser, I guess, for the next episodes yeah. um, at the end of this one, and just seeing Seven of Nine coming back, and then you kind of get the shots of Riker and Troy as well. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the, the gang's getting back. and But they're all older and kind of more grizzled and have a little sharper outlook, it looks like. But yeah. it seems like everybody's willing to go back and help the captain and and do whatever needs to be done. And, and I I can't wait to see where the season goes and just how they continue the storyline on. It's, it's going to be really interesting. Absolutely. David? Well, man, that's essentially my thoughts. I, I pretty much mirror everything with Phil. Like I said, I was kind of hoping... I know it's the first episode of the season, but I really want to see those kind of crossovers, all the characters kind of in one thing, which is kind of what I feel like everybody's pitch for this is, is like, oh my gosh, it's all the TNG people back and like from some from Voyager and some from who knows what. Um, so that that preview made me more excited than the episode did for what comes forward, but the episode was a great foundation. So I definitely liked it. Awesome. You know, and I, yeah. I, I don't think, I mean, obviously that we know seven of nine is back. We know that he was back. We know Riker and Troy are back. Um, when they come back, we don't know. We, there could be some secret, you know, um, cameos as well, but I, I, I hope people don't get disappointed where they're, cause the people create these unrealistic expectations in their head. Like, Oh, I wanted O'Brien to come back or, or Cisco. And you're like, but just because it is doesn't mean it's bad. It's just they, like there's so much that they, they can do. And I think they've done a lot of it in the first episode. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I just hope people don't get on these weird like, oh, but they didn't do this one thing and now I hate it. I'm like, no, but there's like 99% amazing stuff. Really? My only question that popped into my head, well, one of them, was when Picard's family, his brother Robert and his son Rene, they die in the fire. Well, right. his wife didn't. And that's what I've been wondering what happened to his wife, Marie, because yeah. when Picard goes back to the chateau, it's like, well, where's Marie? Where's she been living all these years since the generations fire? I don't know. She's in the basement. Maybe she's in <laughs> Picard, so she can't run Chateau Picard. Yeah. I don't know. I figured he might. Maybe you just want to put her up for a little while. I don't know. Then again, yeah. it's been 30 20, years, so. years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they've definitely got plenty of a time gap to explain. So, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't one of the. It wasn't a huge deal for me. It just kind of popped into my head. I was like, okay, the chateau looks different, which makes sense because it burned down in the move in generations. So, okay, it, it looks different than the movie version, which is fine. But then I was like, well, wait, not everybody died in the fire. So, yeah. <laughs> so I I will say this. Um, <sighs> you get a little bit of like some, some from what he did in the time between nemesis and this, obviously we get a bit more history on him kind of running the evacuation fleet and all that. Mm -hmm. And, and can I say this? I, I do appreciate that they do tie in the JJ Abrams because, um, Spock was on trying to help negotiate peace with all of them, with the Romulans, and then it exploded, and then that's how he got split into the Kelvin universe. So it's like they they tied that in too, and like that, and that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was cool. Yeah, they're oh gosh, it's so good. I know it it it, it, it like um b- briefly crossed my mind. So at towards towards the end, the Vulcan um, Narek. Uh, at the reclamation site, he says, oh, I, I recently lost a brother. Part of me is like, okay, I think you're just kind of bullshitting to get your like sad story in there. But the other part of me is like, what if your brother was the vault was the Romulan from the JJ Abrams, Star Trek who went back into the other universe. I'll like, that would have been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. 
Nero? Yeah, it could be. Nero, yeah. Oh, the brother was just lost. Like, lost. I mean, I, when you're when you're only going to do a 10-episode thing like this, kind of like a miniseries, they usually tend to think everything out before they even oh, finish yeah. anything. So, like you said, I'm pretty sure none of it is by accident. Right, that's where the whole five queens thing comes in, because there's some stuff yeah. coming up that I think is going to change some things that I've seen, so... I mean, um, as a great example, the the recent Watchmen miniseries that they did on HBO. I know you watched it, Jeff, and I won't give yep. any spoilers for that. But they, you can tell, everything was very well thought out and executed when they did that one. Also, it's the same idea. Every little thing kind of referenced to something. Yeah, and with, and with them renewing Picard for a second season before this even debuted, it really gives them a lot of room to work and and deal with things at a good pace, and they can really figure out what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I love this. You know, I saw this in the theater and it was the, the entire time I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I this fed my, <laughs> you know, 13 year old boy inside of me watching TNG. Uh, it's a great plot and I appreciated it as an adult and the, the quality and the writing of it. And if you want to call it fan service, fine. But I like the callbacks to the canon and to the history of the character, and I like that they're pushing a, a path forward. They're creating a new storyline that isn't just some let's you know reshuffle an old script. Like they're they're pushing well, forward. And yeah. I don't have a problem with fan service. I mean, fans are the people watching the show that enjoy it. Like you should at least have a certain percentage that is fan service, and I think it should usually be a high one if it's something based on nostalgia like this. You know, yeah. something new. If it's something completely new like Discovery is or so on, then you don't necessarily have to do it so much. But this is that's literally what the show is. Picard is like basing it fans. on fan service yeah. and a ba- built-in fan base to kind of tell this little bit that they never did and cross over all these characters that honestly should have been in some kind of crossover sometime before, considering how popular they were. So right. I, I'm Absolutely. very much looking forward. I cannot wait for the next one to drop on Friday. Yep. Awesome. Uh, cool. I think that's probably it. I'm sure we've beat this thing to death. Uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so take a listen to this. I hope, uh, join us for this. We're, we're going to do these episodes for this first season of a Picard. Um, we'll see where it goes from there, but at least for the first season. Um, yeah. but I'm excited. I enjoy this. Um, so I think we'll close it out with that, but what I'll do is actually, um, so we're going to have a guest coming on in the next, uh, a week or two. His name is Matthew Carroll. Um, so please check out that episode. He's he he watched an episode of TOS for us, and he's going to be on that one, uh, and we'll tag him on it. But he is a singer songwriter. Um, he wrote a song. Um, he's so basically what he's doing. He's so he he's a co-host on the Star Trek Universe podcast, and he is going to be writing a song for each episode of of uh, oh, um up card. And then releasing it, so he's actually said that we can go ahead and we're going to tag it onto this podcast episode. I'm going to play it in just a moment. Uh, the song is called. Uh, let me pull it up. Oh, it's just called Dodge. Sorry, I don't know why I forgot that. Uh, it's called Dodge. It's a great song. Take a listen to it, and I'll play it right now. glimpse of who you are or at least who you could be you've been taught to fear this kind of power but please just listen to me I don't see danger in your hands I see what some would hide You are dear to me in ways You cannot understand And I will never leave your side I can see you don't believe But deep down face and see it tell the truth that I believe in you 
see danger in your hands I see what some would hide You're dear to me in ways You cannot understand And I will never leave your side This chance again to thank you for all you've been. Call this my toast to absent friends. I don't want the game to end. I don't see danger in your hands. I see what some. You cannot understand And I will never leave your side Oh, I'll be with you till the end I will never leave your side Oh, I'll be with you till the end I will never leave your side Oh, I'll be with you till the end That was a great song. I, I really enjoyed it the first time I, I heard it. Uh, so check out Matthew Carroll at the Star Trek Universe podcast. Um, his band is called The Garage. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to be a guest with us uh, coming up, so check him out, and we'll we'll tag him on all, all this as well. Um, but please go give his music a listen. Um, but I think as far as the podcast episode goes, that's it for me. Um, I'm excited. I... I'm, this gives me some new Star Trek yep. lifeblood. It like sh- it gets you that little shot. You're like, here, have it a little does. taste. Come on. <laughs> it does. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited for the uh, week to week now. Yep. It's something to look forward to again. We, we haven't had that in a very long time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Well, that's it for me. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to throw in here before we are done. Nope. Uh, uh, happy 25th anniversary to Voyager. It yes. debuted just this last week, 25 years ago. Wow. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, and we'll and we'll get to it in the podcast in like six and a half years. We'll get there eventually. On their, <laughs> yeah, we'll on their uh, 30th. Um, okay, that's it for me. Um, stick with us and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everybody. Uh, see ya. See ya.